0: Jen, what budget tools do you recommend? This is a question I get time and time again. And honestly, it's a question that I dread. I'm going to share with you why in this episode, but I will be sharing with you budgeting and tools and resources for you to check out to make sure that you can move on with your financial journeys. So check out this episode. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. To manage your money, you do need a tool in your arsenal. Today, I'm going to share with you what you need to look for in the tool that you choose, as well as, I'm going to share with you some options, both free. And paid. My goal here is to really minimize what's out there and minimize the overwhelm that you may be feeling because maybe you don't know where to start, where to look, what tool to use. And so I'm going to minimize that for you by sharing what you need to look for, sharing some of these tools, what they do, what they don't do, and all that good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Earlier, I shared with you that I dread the question when people come and ask me, what tool do you recommend? And the reason that I dread it is twofold. One, there's been a lot of tools that are free tools, especially in this tech world that we live in that have come and they have gone. And so I have recommended tools in the past and all of a sudden they've disappeared. And so that's one reason. The second reason that I don't necessarily like quote unquote, recommending, I'm going to give you options today, right? But the second reason I don't like recommending is because just because I like it and maybe it's worked for me that using the tool doesn't mean it's going to be a good fit for you. I can't decide that for you. You're going to, you know, by testing it and making sure that you like it, you feel comfortable with it, that you know you're going to be consistent with, that's what's going to help you choose. And just because I say, whoa, this is an amazing tool, that doesn't mean you have to like it, right? So that's my second second hesitation and why I dread when people ask me this question. Of course, you know, I got to keep it honest and real with you at all times. When looking for a tool, there are some questions that you want to ask yourself and about, or not even ask yourself, but inquire about when it comes to this tool. And one of them, is it available for your device? Especially, and I say this because it may be obvious. Well, of course, I need to see if it's available in, on my device. Sometimes we get excited about a tool, but maybe if you're not you know, an Apple user and you're an Android user like me, maybe it's... Not available yet because what tends to happen is since Apple has taken over the world, even though Android is, you know, right behind them. What happens is with the tech stuff, I find that they test, do all the testing on Apple first and then they go to Android. So that's just how it is. So you might find something that you get excited about and maybe it's not on if you're an Android person, maybe it's not for, it's not on your device. It's available on your device yet, so I, I share that for that reason. Uh, also, you want to know if it's free or paid. Is that something? If it's paid, is are you willing to pay for it? Right, and just make sure that it's trusted because sometimes getting out of these payments sometimes it can be a pain. You also want to make sure that it connects to your bank well, especially if you want it to have that syncing option with your bank. Sometimes. I've had that in my experience where my particular bank, it just didn't, sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. (laughs) And sometimes you're going, it's going to disconnect and you have to to connect it. And sometimes that can be a pain, Um, but just make sure that it works well with your bank, especially if you're looking for the feature that it connects with your bank and it syncs your numbers and all of that. Then also, is it smart enough to categorize tends to be nowadays, categorize your your expenses, or are you going to, maybe still, they're still working on, on updates or making it better. Maybe you have to manually put the expenses in certain categories, whether it's groceries, whether it's eating out, however you want to categorize uh, your money. Um, maybe it's, it's needing more work. So you just want to make sure, and, and plus maybe you don't I should take a step back. Maybe you don't mind manually changing it. I do. (laughs) I do. I'd rather it just do it itself and I have to manually change a lot of stuff. That's a no-go for me. Uh, So just make sure you do that. Um, But if you're okay doing it manually, I mean, hey, do you. I am not mad at you. The other thing is uh, you want to be aware of what method this app The the app that you're looking to uses or the software? Is it like a zero budgeting method? Is it an envelope system? Is it, you? Know, what is it? Because I know, or maybe it's like, it's got one of those uh, budgeting rules, like the 50, 30, 20, where 50 goes to uh, your needs, 30 goes to your wants and 20% goes to your savings, your debt, all that good stuff. So what is it? You know, what is the methodology that they use so you are familiar with it and can adjust that, adjust to that accordingly, or maybe you don't like it and you need to search for something else. So you want to make sure you look into that. Then, so those are some questions that you want to look into. All right. Now, in terms of budgeting tools, I have. If you haven't heard about it, I have my digital money planner that you can check out and there'll be a link in the show notes. And it's one to print out. We're working on it to make sure that you can use it digitally in terms of on good notes or like if you have an iPad or, or something like that. And it is gonna be available in Spanish. It's just we're working on those final touches as well. So that is one option, especially if you want to have a physical planner um, it's a great option and I'm not going to go get into it because I want to be partial. And I, of course, I'm biased <laughs> about my planner, but I want to share with you other options as well, because again, my planner, even though I think it's great, it might not be the best option for you and your needs. So I want to make sure that you have other options. So if you are looking for or an app, there's much app. That's actually created by a Latina. If you want to check it out, and I'll have that linked up. And there's also Simplify, which is um, by Quicken. Uh, those are two uh, great apps. If you like spreadsheets, well, there's a lot, you can Google about free budget spreadsheets. But there's also one that uses software, which is called Tiller, could be a good option. I've used them. That's the one that, that didn't connect well with our particular bank. That doesn't mean it doesn't work well with other banks. It is use, easy to use, but unlike the apps that automatically categorizes uh, your different expenses, you have to manually do that. <laughs> and that was a no-go for me. Uh, They do have great customer service. There's lots of uh, options, which can be a plus or it can be a negative, depending if it's too many options that can be a little overwhelming. Uh, There's also you need a budget, which has been around for a while. It does have a learning curve. I tried it years and years years ago, uh, but because it was too much of a learning curve for me, I didn't like it for me. Would I probably try it again? Maybe. But for me, it was just too much of a learning curve. And really the goal, what's different? It's a great company. The goal with it is to get you to a point where you're spending, like you have a buffer. Essentially, you have a buffer of money. So instead of spending the money that you just, or have, uh, using that money that you just got paid on those current bills that you're using, past money. So essentially you have a buffer. Then of course, if you like spreadsheets, You can find simple spreadsheets online for free that you can use and you can just do something for you. Just keep it simple, especially if it's if choosing a tool is keeping you from managing your money or make sure just keep it simple. So if it's you're too afraid of the tech, you are afraid of the spreadsheets. Uh, then keep it simple with just pen and paper. You know, you just what you need to do is know your where the money's coming from, the money coming in, the money going out, make a plan for your money, give each, each money, each dollar a job to do, and keep it simple. The most important thing here is that you want to choose a tool that you're going to use consistently because if you choose a tool, you try to implement it and you leave it, it's not going to do you any good, right? So make sure that you use, choose a tool that you're going to use consistently. Sometimes it's just a matter of trying, giving it a try and maybe it doesn't work. And then you've got to think about why it didn't work for you. Maybe it was too a steep learning curve, like it was for me with one of those tools or or whatever else. So keep the, you know, make sure you make at least mental notes on like what you like, what you didn't like, and then from there choose a tool accordingly. But just make sure that you choose one that you're gonna use consistently. The other thing is that you want to consider is how transparent they are with their security, meaning that they share with you what security measures that they have um, in terms of logging in, you know, the multi-factor authentication, that type of thing. So you want to know those type of things. So now that we've talked about things to ask yourself When it comes to an app, we've talked about some of the tools that are out there, and there are many others. These are the ones that I know that people use and love, or maybe that I have used, and that's why I share some of my own experience. And the third thing that I wanted to talk about are just aside from apps, what are some resources out there, whether free or paid, that you that will help you on your financial journey, and one is this podcast you're here so you're doing it right there's other a lot of other podcasts as well so this podcast is going to if you especially if you listen to it on a consistent basis is going to keep you in the loop on your finances it's going to have your finances front and center it's hopefully going to keep you motivated that's my goal right and you, it's going to keep you learning new things of course There are other podcasts that you can choose from that maybe address specific topics on finances that you're looking for, whether it be real estate, whether it be more on investing, whether it be more on earning more money, whatever that may be, there's countless of possibilities. So podcasts are a good way because you can listen to it on your commute to work. You There's different ways, you know, on a walk. Uh, there's different ways that you can consume versus having to sit down and watch something, read something where you can actually walk and listen and learn. All right. Another uh, resource that I think is really helpful and, is, and free is from the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. I'll link that up. They provide a lot of resources that you can um, learn from. It's a lot of free, great education. Uh, there's a tool that I always recommend that they have to help your kids learn money, depending on their age and what they're, you know, what at that age they're able to, um, to learn. I always recommend that tool, money as we grow, something like that. But anyways, so I'll link the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau in the show notes. Uh, For investing education, I recommend Mabel from Girls on the Money. She is fantastic. She has a newsletter and you can learn so much from her. Uh, She's also on Instagram and I'll make sure that I'll link that up as well in the show notes. Also, check out your local library for personal finance books that you can check out. So that could be free, right? You don't have to go and buy all these personal finance books, but maybe just check them out in your local library. In fact, if you want to support Latino, Latina authors who have written personal finance books, there's not a lot of us, <laughs> but if you want to support them and see if their books are like at the library, I have a blog post that I'll link up in the show notes as well that showcases these different Latina Latino authors who have written something about personal finance. All right? Now Another one that I want to mention because they've been such a great support is AARP. AARP AARP.org forward slash money. They have so many great tools and resources that are all free um, that will help you in terms of your finances. So you can check those out. And finally, if you're wanting... So it's not if you're wanting to learn more about financial services and the different types of financial services, like I'm a financial counselor, then there's financial planning and all these things. I did a podcast episode a while ago that I'm going to link up on the nine pillars of in the field of financial services. So you can check that out. That's also linked up in the show notes. All right. So I wanted to make this episode quick. I hope you found that uh, helpful. I know we talked about a lot about the tools. we talked about what to look for in a tool, what questions to ask yourself. But most importantly, remember, if you get anything out of today's episode, just make sure that you choose a tool that makes sense for you. Don't choose a tool that you're scared of just because it was recommended to you. Choose. Don't force yourself to use something that feels scary. Choose a tool that you know you will use. Choose a tool that you know you're gonna be consistent with. If you don't know what that will be, you're gonna have to try, right? Test them out. But if you get anything out of it, out of this episode, I want you to get that. Because if you choose a tool and you're not consistent with it, then it's not going to do you any good. You're not, it's not going to help you manage your finances. So that's so, so key. Choose a tool that you can be consistent with because that's where you're going to make progress because you're using consistently, which meaning you're implementing that plan, your budget and making and having progress with it. So that is everything. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 388. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 388. Also on the show notes, you're going to see some recommendations of other similar episodes to this one. So if you really like this episode, check that out so you can see what other episodes you can listen to next. Remember, being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.